0: Diamond Airport Parking, fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail oil changes and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah, only airport valet service in Utah. Park right and save just off I-80 and Redwood Road. That's Diamond Airport Parking. And you can join the big show there Monday from 3 to 6. Diamond Airport Parking, 50 South Redwood Road in Salt Lake City. Mention you heard this on 1280 The Zone and get 20% off valet parking special through all of September. 20% off. All right, PK. NFL opener tonight. No college football. It's all about the Packers and the Bears tonight. You can listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network. It's on NBC at 620. So no college football tonight. The college ramps up again with games Friday and then the full schedule Saturday. We're about to... uh, Talk with uh, Krista Blanc, Pac 12 Network. She's going to be on the sideline for Northern Illinois. Is there anything about Northern Illinois and Utah that intrigues you, interests you, or the Vegas odds makers have this right? You ex- expect a full on route, Utah by 23. Yeah.
1: I hear what you're saying. And man. there it is. I mean, I, I, nothing against Northern Illinois, but they so poo poo.
0: <laughs> they weren't so poo poo last year. But that was there, and they've changed coaches, and now it's in Utah. And Kyle will have 100% of the guy's attention after the close game a year ago. Well, their
1: team is better. There's that, too. That's the most important thing. All that other stuff doesn't matter. If I'm better than you, I'm going to win. No, I'm not intrigued. The next two weeks are complete and total snooze fests for Utah. I'm disappointed that that's what we have, but we've known about it for a while. I will turn my attention to the Pac-12 conference games. Because I love the fact that they've got two conference games right off the bat here, and we get an opportunity. Teams that could potentially stand in Utah's way, and literally every team could stand in their way. We'll have to see how it plays out.
0: Usually the North games aren't as intriguing, but I think Cal and Washington, Utah's got to play both those teams. I think the North teams are intriguing. And
1: Cal beat Washington a year ago. We're going to stay Colorado, and maybe not, but... uh, Everybody else, yeah, absolutely. Washington State, are you kidding me? They're all intriguing. And to see what Oregon can do, because you might get Oregon down the line. And Stanford, we always watch Stanford.
0: Even though they're not on the schedule this
1: year. But you know, I
0: did, I watched a big chunk of that Northwestern game. They're day.
1: Stanford, man, and everybody loves Stanford. No one says anything bad about Stanford. We all appreciate what they stand for. What they Stanford for. <laughs> and, you know, the recruiting that they do here. So, yeah, those are – it's on now. That, that's a great. I love the fact that they play these conference games a little earlier. I wish there were a couple
0: then, next week. There ought to be. That's the one thing the SEC does that you can copy and not feel bad about. And, you know, they have those soft games in October and November. Well, you can move one of the non-conference states there for Pac-12 teams. Play some league games earlier. Because I'm with you. I want to watch Cal Washington. I certainly want to watch USC Stanford. I watch that game pretty much every year, it seems like. It's a weekend that doesn't have a lot of good TV games, and these two will be two
1: of the better games. Yeah, well, worry about next week when we get there. I mean, For for this Saturday, it completely and totally holds my attention. This ball game here doesn't. The Cougars do. The Aggies don't. Stony Brook isn't going to work for me, so I'll blow that off. But there's enough. And it's still going on to where, you know, the weather's halfway decent, so you probably got some yard work and some other stuff. And once we get later in the season when we're housebound, you know, then it's twelve hours basically on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. I can do. Look at the rain out there mixed with snow. Right. Yeah. Because if uh if the Utes or the Usually for me, at that point, I'm going to Utah games rather than BYU games because the competition or the conference games have more implication. So if they're playing late at night, then I'm on in front of the TV during the day. If they're playing during the day, I'm on in front of the TV at night. If I'm traveling, I've got computers and whatnot, and hooking up with guys on the road and going out to watch a game at a sports bar and doing all those types of things. So yeah it takes a little bit to get going but not that much and when you've got four teams in the conference playing conference games this weekend and then BYU whom i believe is in a much must win situation there's high stakes enough already the nfl the nfl you just watch i got to have stakes in a college game for me to sit down and watch it. But I could pretty much watch any NFL game. I don't have an NFL team. But I can watch any game. I can't necessarily watch any college game. There's got to be stakes. There's got to be some kind of... I can watch any Pac-12 game easily. And watch any Utah State BYU game. So for me, I'll watch NFL football this Sunday. And tonight for that matter. Just because it's there.
0: So you gonna watch uh, Nebraska, Colorado, San Diego State, UCLA? Any For Pac-12 sure. will do it. Oh, and yet yeah, no question.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Because that Northern Illinois Utah game that'll be over. It should end two two thirty at the latest. I mean, I figure Utah's gonna run the ball and shorten the game. It won't be that long.
1: Yeah, I thought I would just conduct some interviews at halftime, get them done early. <laughs>
0: and knock them out early. <laughs> hey, Kyle, can you give me some post-game quotes? Because this yeah. thing's over. Right. You're just kind of standing by the tunnel as he goes
1: in. Well, I'll just a m- quick mosey-, in, coach. mosey on over, and we'll have some chats and we'll talk about some stuff and get a couple of things. Yeah, because I-, I don't expect high drama or interest on that. I'm wondering what the Utah fan thinks, because you know I'm not the hardcore Utah fan and now you got seven home games, but two of them you're paying for are for Ute fans, get on our app right now. What do you think about the next two weeks? Are you just okay with it because you know there's tougher games to come and it's an opportunity to get with your family and friends and tailgate and get in the stadium, and so that's good enough? Or do you want to see, would you prefer to have better competition these two games? Because you are you got seven home games, and almost, what is that a third of them close to it, is lousy competition that you're paying for. Would you rather see, it's your money, would you rather see something a little bit better? Or is that good enough? The weather is going to be fine. It may be a little hot, but not outrageously hot on Saturday. We'll see about next week. Next week's even worse. I'm curious if you can sell them. Because I would think
0: that as a fan you can take one home game that's, you know, money game, snooze fest, and it's the first time back and you tailgating again. The back to back, I think, is the way to wear you out. And I wonder if they can, if you can sell them, you know, great, and somebody else can go. Maybe it's hardcore. Maybe it's your ritual and you just got to be there regardless of the opponent. Well, there's only but seven think, of
1: them. i think yeah. you would go unless you had uh, some soup, you know, major conflict. But with only seven of them and you bought your season tickets, you'd think you would go but there's no drama whatsoever, and are you really looking forward to the game? Or if it's for youth fans, it's just an opportunity to go have a good time and do what you do there, and everything is cool. I mean, you can only speak for yourself. I can't speak for you. Now, you sent me a thing. There'll be no smoking.
0: There's no smoking. They made that very clear. There's been some publicity here this week. Uh, saw the email. I think I saw it yesterday. No smoking no it's the campus is going tobacco free it's been a decade long effort student driven
1: according to the email so i can't go outside no, obviously i don't do it but i can't somebody can't go outside and smoke no so it was in the in the uh, in the release they sent
0: out that you used to be able to leave and have the tickets stand or get your hands scamped or yeah, something yeah, and yeah, come yeah. back in yeah they do no more of that when you're in you're in and there's no more uh, this is the smoking area that's all gone away the whole It's a whole campus thing, and so football is part of that because you're on campus. Uh, but it's a whole campus-wide thing to stamp out tobacco use. Not just smoking, but the the smokeless products, too.
1: So you can do it in the parking lot if you choose. If they don't see
0: you. I guess the campus police could come over. No smoking on campus! If you
1: have tinted windows in the parking lot, but no smoking but inside, they won't let you outside. Like here, right below us... You go halftime or whatever during a game, a jazz game. You will see folks. People smoke. step
0: outside yeah. and then they're let back in. Right. And that's what they used to do at the U. But according to this uh, email I saw, they're wow. not going to do
1: that anymore. Can you imagine the drop off in
0: attendance now? No Utes and full regalia outside smoking at halftime.
1: Will they sneak in cigarettes?
0: Possibly. I mean, good. You have forty five thousand people. Uh, yeah, somebody probably well, I, will. Yeah,
1: and let's let's call it like it is: forty five thousand Ute fans. Please. So, I was at
2: six different uh, Las Vegas bowls, okay? Uh-huh, okay. And in two thousand nine I was at the uh, the I went out at halftime during the the, the the game there and there were I counted exactly twenty four fans in full BYU regalia out smoking cigarettes.
0: Every time you hear full BYU regalia, so I don't know I think of like the peacocks at the San Diego Zoo when I was a kid.
1: Full regalia. Well, all I think of, uh, depending on the weather, would be a shirt and a hat. And if the weather is uh, stronger or colder then a jacket and a hat. The n- hoodie n- nobody on. has BYU pants, do they? <laughs> <laughs> is there such a thing? <laughs> Probably is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, traditionally, you go like uh, Saturday, you'll see tons of people will be in red. And since the weather will be nice, most likely they'll, particularly the males, will have on a t-shirt, a Ute shirt, and a Ute hat. That's what I think of
0: full regalia. Yeah. Although you know, it's a chance for Nike and Under Armour to make more money with their Ute and Cougar pants. So why wouldn't? But they? I can't recall anybody <laughs> wearing uh, aside from sweats. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have logo jeans. You know, <laughs> that's the next. That's the next cutting edge. Levi Strauss and Nike have announced a partnership today.
1: That's interesting that they're going to do that. Would that deny people? I mean, it's small numbers, I would think, just based on I, – I don't go outside at halftime during football games, uh, but sometimes in, in basketball, with us getting up early, what I'll do is go to the first half, drive home. Well, especially if it's an eight thirty game. If the 2nd I'll drive home at halftime, so I do actually walk outside halftime, go to my car, and then I'm getting to the game But start of the third quarter when I get home. I've done that many, many times over the years. So uh, is that something that would be uh, a problem? I don't know. I mean, I see, you know, was there 10, 20, 30 people outside the arena here smoking when I leave at halftime? I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea if that's an issue. I couldn't answer that. I would think more of an issue is the, you know, you play six or seven home games a season, right? Does anybody play eight?
0: Very few occasionally. It's it's six or seven, right? Right. Ohio State had eight a couple of years ago. Yeah.
1: So, So you get six or seven home games and two of them, a third of them against lousy competition. I would prefer better competition to me than the Northern Illinois and you brought this up I don't remember if it was on the air or what it might be the most useless series that they've ever played yeah
0: yeah I believe that i uh, someone was and maybe it was you or maybe someone else was talking to us cuz I think it was off the air I think it was when we yak after the show sometimes and and somebody said Wyoming and at least there's a little bit of tradition there for the oh, for longtime sure. fans but you're not recruiting in Laramie and you're not going to impress anyone with the win, so... Yeah, but I can live with that. Right. There's tradition, at least. You can bust to the game. it's a shorter trip than going... I mean, getting to DeKalb was not the easiest trip.
1: I didn't go last year. No, this is a waste of time. Yeah. I'm not going to spend the company's money on that they brought
0: one. up because you brought up San Jose. and it, Well, at least they're trying to have a recruiting presence in Northern California. And with Cal and Stanford, you're only going there every other year. So if you plan that to be one of the years that you're not playing at Cal or Stanford, if that keeps the presence going. And but I think they're getting away from all the Mountain West games going forward. I mean, they've got to play what's scheduled. but You don't have to, but... You don't. I think they will. They yeah. could buy their way out. Teams have bought their way out before. But it does look like with... Um, Arkansas coming on the schedule and Baylor's on the schedule. It looks like they're going to start scheduling Power 5 teams. And I think it'll be a Big Sky team, a Power 5 team, and BYU most years. And I do think 2026 is a year. Mark Carlin's kind of dropped hints that maybe they wouldn't play for a year. And I thought, well, that's weird. Wouldn't it be two for a series? And then I saw that Arkansas and Houston overlap. I don't think they want Arkansas, Houston, and BYU on the schedule in the same year.
1: Why not, So, so
0: that's one year. Why not? Because they think it's too hard to schedule, and they're setting themselves up to, to get beat up and failed. And possibly a money thing, they always want to have the money game, because financially that's well, just yeah, an money, advantage for the department. I understand that. Right.
1: See, I, the money thing, I can go, but Utah's program playing Arkansas, Houston, and BYU doesn't sound
0: that overwhelming. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe they'll put a BYU game in there. They've got a game that is not scheduled that year. There's websites you can go that track all the contracts and the future schedules, and they got two non-league games, and they don't have BYU there, and they don't have a big Sky game there.
1: That's outrageous.
0: So I think they're getting away from the Mountain West games.
1: No more Mountain West? Well, they're going to finish
0: these contracts, I think. They'll play Wyoming and San Diego State. But once they get past those...
1: That's it, huh?
0: Then I think they, they step away. Of course... Then they won't play them for a while, and then they have some bad years, and they'll blame the scheduling, and they'll probably go back to it.
1: But, oh, okay, so now we're then, back playing them. What
0: year? By then, by, then what? by then, Jake will be an ARPA member, I'll be dead, and you'll be 94 and have only 25 years of life left in front of you. Because we learned there is some serious longevity. And your family. There it is.
1: I found out, Ron tweeted at me, 30 to 50 years from now, both of you, speaking of you and I, will be part of the Radio Broadcaster Senior Tour, and PK will finally be able to shoot his age in golf. If I shoot a 92 at 92, I take it right now. Sweet! Sweet! I think everybody would sign
0: up for that. Yeah. First off, it means you make it to 92. So there's that. And then you're still playing
1: golf. I don't want to just be making it to 92. I want to make it when I'm 92. Ah,
0: that kid. Look at you. DJ PK brought to you in part by Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. If you want better health and to feel better, check out Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy and ask about the Zone listener specials on cryotherapy, IV drips, hyperbaric oxygen treatment, and more. Visit Restore.com for more details. DJ and PK, Crystal Block, Pac-12 Networks, next.
1: Big, 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 big big show. Big big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
2: Are you ready? You guys ready? Ready!
0: Josh Parcell with us, College Football Country Podcast, College Sports on Sirius XM Radio.
2: What's the truth on what kind of athletes Tennessee has? They could not stop the run, and they couldn't run the ball themselves. Would you pick BYU to beat them? I mean...
0: Yeah. At this point, Tennessee is in rough shape. You saw it on Saturday. There were fundamental issues in the Tennessee program. They're far away, I mean, based on that one game. And they've got a lot of making up to do, and they got to do it in the toughest conference in college football. I think BYU has a great chance to go in and win that game. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show. Presented by Mountain
1: America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're joined now by Krista Blunk from the Pac-12 Network. She'll be on the sideline reporting during the Northern Illinois-Utah game this Saturday. She joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Krista, good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. First thing we noticed, trying to do a little homework on you, Evansville. Uh, You went to the same school (laughs) as Jerry Sloan. We have to bring That's that up, right? By law, we have to That's bring that right.
2: Up. Yeah. Well, j- absolutely, and uh, I'm a proud, I'm a proud Aces alum, and uh, I'm sure Jerry, Jerry, absolutely was as well. So uh, he's pretty, pretty well known back in that area. That's for certain.
0: So this week against the uh, for the game this week, Northern Illinois, Utah. Uh, the odds makers think it's a blowout. If uh, you got any storylines you're looking for, anything that's uh, intriguing, uh, if the odds makers are right and this game gets out of hand, what are you watching for?
2: Well, you know, I'm, maybe it's because I'm covering the game that I I, I want to believe that it's going to be close. But I'm I'm kind of that person. I'm always I'm always kind of wanting it to be a close game and and competitive and not a blowout. But I what I know is that Coach Whittingham and, and the youth are not looking past Northern Illinois, and for good reason. I mean, last year at Northern Illinois. I mean, it was seven to six in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and uh, a couple of scores for the Utes ended up solidifying the the win, but they haven't forgotten that, and they're they're not looking past them, and for good reason. They are a very defensive-minded team, and they're one of the best. I mean, they were nationally ranked last year for shutting teams down with their running game, and the Utes found that out. I think they had 68 or so total rushing yards in that game. So they're, they're a very good defensive team. They have a new coach uh, and he's an, uh, he's an alum of Northern Illinois, Thomas Hammock and he has that same mindset and you know, this is a team that's trying to shut teams down. They haven't, they haven't given up over 100 yards rushing to anybody in a very long time, 15 or 16 games straight. So um, that's something to keep in mind. So for Utah, BYU allowed them to, to kind of have their running game going, but uh, you got to hope, I think, that Tyler Huntley is going to have his arm uh, warmed up and ready to go also. They're, they're going to need a little bit more, I think, than just the running game.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I don't know that they'll necessarily need a little bit more this week, but at some point when they get into the Pac-12 season, they're going to need to be able to throw the ball, and that's just a foregone conclusion, and that's what's hindered this team in the past because they've had a lot of the other elements but haven't been able to get over the hump. We saw Tyler be very efficient last week 13 of 16 not necessarily a whole lot of yards this week I'm, I'm wondering if you get the sense that it's important for Utah to have some progression so maybe you don't have as high a percentage completions but you have bigger gains
2: yeah I hope so and I, and I think that that we'll see that uh, we're gonna get a chance to talk to coach tomorrow a little more in depth um, but I know that he's already stated that it's something that will come he said you know you get the running game going initially if you can and that's going to open things up more um I think that I felt like Tyler was a little reserved to to an extent and maybe it's just because that's what BYU kind of presented them on the other side but uh, I'm with you I think that that you're going to want to see a little bit more it's great to be efficient I mean no no turnovers uh no sacks allowed um, that, that's really impressive uh, to start things off. But I, I, I think that fans are really wanting to see them be a little more aggressive with the throwing game and kind of see see what, he's, what he can do now that he's back and healthy.
0: So Northern Illinois only scored 24 points in the opener with Illinois State. It was lower division school, so you had to have a big advantage there. They got seven of them on an interception late in the mm-hmm. game. Uh, how is Northern Illinois going to be able to move the ball on Utah? Because I think that's why this largely gets out of hand, is they can't score, and every time Utah scores, they're just pulling away, and they slam well, the door pretty early.
2: You know, I, I think that that's where Utah needs to be ready to go from the start and really show their presence, make their presence known early on. I mean, Defensively, one of the best – in the nation, you know, and, and we've seen that, and and that line is back. Um, one of the things that's, a, I think, a big positive for Northern Illinois is that they have a cow transfer, uh, a Cal Bears transfer, and qu- a quarterback, Ross Bowers, and uh, Coach Hammock's pretty high on him. He, he won the starting spot over the quarterback, Marcus Childers, who was back from a year ago, um, but he brings some solid experience having played in the Pac-12 uh, he did not play against uh, Utah last year at Cal, but he made the trip, and uh, he, he said he knows, how, you know, he knows how the fans are here, he knows how loud it can be, so he's kind of given some insight, but something that I thought was interesting was that Coach said in the very first play last weekend against Illinois State, he got sacked and a lot of players you get sacked in that first play it's your first you, you go around here trying to prove yourself and he stepped right up and he had a, a really impressive game uh, the rest of the way so he's a guy that that's going to bring some confidence now whether or not his line can protect him against the defense of Utah is another question
1: for the Utes clearly it's to win the South get to the title game and actually even win that that's the expectations so In order to do that, you're going to have to have these nine conference games. And we expect the Utes to win. But later on in the evening, or yeah, later on in the evening, we got Stanford and SC. I find that Uh game with the quarterback situation being extremely intriguing. The Utes aren't scheduled to play Stanford, but obviously they got SC in a couple of weeks. How intriguing do you see that game?
2: That one's going to be really a challenge and and you you don't want to completely look past northern illinois they have idaho state next weekend as well um these are these are games you're supposed to win and not only win but really take control of or you hope you can anyway because like I said, you kick off and you go at usc i think usc losing you know losing their starting quarterback they have some adjustments to make um but they have depth on that team and so that first road trip is going to really set the tone, I think, for the rest of the, the Pac-12 season. And uh, it's not going to be easy. They don't have to play Stanford this year. But um, I think it's key. If you really want to prove that you're a national championship-level team, you have to be able to to start from the very beginning, if, and even on the road. And it's not easy to win on the road, obviously. But that game, to kick off your season with, with a trip to uh, USC – uh, that's going to say a lot. And, and I know it's going to be early in the season and this team's going to be better by the time they get to Colorado at the very end. But they have to be ready next week. And so uh, I, I do think that they have the experience. That's one thing that, that's, I think, solid for this Utah team. They lost a couple of key position players, but they have such a great group of core guys back on both sides of the line. And I think um, that, as you know, experience... That is so key when you start to get into these these very tough road trips and, and Pac-12 play.
0: Chris O'Blanc, Pac-12 Network's sideline reporter for the Northern Illinois-Utah game this Saturday, joining us uh, at the Pac-12 Media Days. Utah was picked to win, but just a slight edge over Oregon and Washington. Uh, I guess now you have the advantage of one game. How do you see the conference?
2: Well, you know, I, I do think that uh, – the top two that that you just mentioned, Oregon, Washington, those are the two that everybody's looking at and and the teams to, to, to beat. Uh, But I, you know, I think, I think Utah kind of likes the fact that a lot of people just don't put them in that category and as being a a potential national level team. And uh, I don't think they mind it. You know, I've definitely heard Zach Moss say, Hey, we just, we're going to go out and play. I mean, he's back. And, and it's all about this team. And so, um, I do think that you know Oregon has incredible talent, incredible depth, as does Washington. But um, when I look at the experience for Utah, I just I just think they're being overlooked, and I think they're right up there with them. And it's just a matter of the how the schedule plays out. And uh, you know, I'm kind of looking through their 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 season now and thinking, okay, to so start November at Washington, what a big game that's going to be. And at that point, uh, the Utes should be playing some of their best ball for certain and moving into the second half of the season getting ready for championship play so i i think they're going to be right there and i i think they're they don't mind the fact that that a lot of people nationally aren't aren't talking about them. even people on the west coast aren't really talking about them
1: well we're talking about them here in utah and so are you
2: <laughs> sure that's right <laughs> and i'm digging into all the the, the fun stories i got to find some. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
1: to be jumping into the stands. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> cool. When you look at, you know, we can identify the North and who's going to be contenders, and they don't, they don't play Stanford and Oregon, but they do play the two Washingtons, and they have a potential mm-hmm. both to beat Utah, and then obviously every year they play the South. Go ahead and look at the South, and what would you see as potential they're all dangerous games, but maybe more dangerous uh-huh. for Utah among the teams that they play every year in the South this year.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's not going to be easy, uh, especially when you when you see teams like Arizona State. Um, there's confidence for sure. That one that one really stands out to me. They're they're definitely on the slate. Uh, they're a concern of a team, as you know. I don't ever rule out. I don't ever rule out uh, you know USC, UCLA teams like that. But I think I think that Arizona State is a scary team to me this year, and um, I- I'm uh, they're kind of my they're kind of my my team that really just keeps standing out sure. the most. Yeah.
0: Well, Krista, we appreciate a few minutes this morning, and we look forward to uh, seeing you up at the game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's going to be fun, and again, I don't I don't think that the fans should look past this. This is a Northern Illinois team that after they finish up here in Salt Lake, they play at Nebraska and at Vanderbilt. I guess we got to start being Northern Illinois fans. If they can get some wins in those places, sure. and that's, uh, that's going to bode well for the Utes.
0: Chris Blunk, sideline reporter for the Pac-12 Networks, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1: And I wonder how it is for... Uh... For a youth fan who's going to go to the game or even watch it on TV, do you want it to be close a little bit so you have more interest, or do you just want them to go out to a twenty-eight to nothing lead in the middle of the second quarter? A question we will
0: pose tomorrow. You want this the beating? This the humiliation? Just pile it on.
1: Yeah, because would you prefer a little bit of competition? At least BYU, you know, they gave you some competition. Certainly in the first half, they gave, they literally gave you competition. So you had to have your team, you know, be f- interested, be finely tuned, to be on edge, all those types of things. Now eventually you pulled away, but would you prefer that type of game? So they're working on with serious mentality, not just. I mean, they just get get the opening kickoff and just blow right down the field. Like, oh, I mean, this is a snoozer, and then they, the starters, if not physically, mentally check out.
0: DJ and PK brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com.
2: And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere.
1: This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want.
2: Gary Anderson, head
0: coach of Utah State. Now that you've had a couple days to kind of look at film, did your perspective of that game change at all from what you
1: saw out on the field? It was a heck of a college football game. I imagine sitting there watching it, anybody, any fan would have loved to watch that game. It was great to see, you know, Caleb do what he did, COC do what he did, Jalen do what he did. Those new additions to the offense were obviously a huge positive. And so a lot to build on, but, you know, it's been 48 years since Utah State's been able to go on the road and win one of those games against a Power 5 opponent, and there's been many close affairs and we've just got to take that step as we continue to grow as a program to get one of those victories. In review, we took it, we were learning from it. We uh, are never going to forget about it. I always tell the kids, you know, put it in your rear view mirror, but leave that little spot in your rearview mirror that you can go back and look at that and understand that it was an opportunity that was lost that so we can definitely improve. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
0: Your feedback brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only three fifty nine dollars per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com <laughs> Clint, you two have already lasted longer than 90% of BYU marriages.
1: Yeah, that's only because most of you fans just live together though.
0: There's probably a point in there somewhere but it seems like too much energy to figure it out. Tyler, responding to your question, PK, earlier this hour, I needed a couple of Saturdays to do yard work, so these Utah opponents are the perfect opportunity to get a few things done before the real teams get on the schedule.
1: Okay, so you're not going? Is that the point?
0: Apparently. Uh, we got more people here. I just made a horrible mistake. Good for me. I can't even count. I should not be allowed to tweet during the show. I got to stop that. Utes for Life says, uh, we were talking about uh, big games and uh, all that kind of stuff. He says, uh, BYU football can't even sell out the rivalry game. People hopping off the bandwagon?
1: What do you care about? You're a Utah fan. What difference well, does that make Well, because they care because
0: they don't like them. And so they want to make fun of them for Not something. They've had, a, year. T- they've had a tendon smack thrown in their face forever.
1: Man, you should be worrying about your team going all the way.
0: Uh, I played it earlier this morning for you in the break. Marvin Gaye singing uh, a cappella With no music? No backing vocals. No music. And Steve says, hey, PK Kennan, have you seen this? This could lead into a PK singing sag. It, it's pretty
1: awesome. I mean, it's Marvin Gaye had a voice. Big time. So just listen to him sing. Is that the point? Yes. And you tweeted that or something?
0: No, I played it for you in a break. I didn't tweet it. Paul tweeted it out and somebody tweeted at us.
1: Oh, gotcha. To notice gotcha. this because okay, they okay, know okay. we've
0: mentioned Marvin Gaye before.
1: Gotcha. What's going on?
0: Well done. Uh, you got anybody tweeting at to you today? You already read someone who just adored you.
1: Said he was going to stop listening to the zone when... The day you leave the station uh, is the
0: day he shuts her down.
1: Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's going to be a while, God willing. Uh, They don't allow smoking at the Rose Bowl either and no re-entry, so everyone just smokes off to the side of the concourse. So I wonder if they'll be seeing people sneaking or just smoking over there and no one pays attention to it, so it's a rule that really isn't enforced. Enforced.
0: Will security stop Ute fans who try to light up because the campus is going tobacco-free?
1: Right. And earlier we were talking about who can uh, – I went to Elton John last night at 72 years old, 50 years into the business, and he's still packing the place. Who, who's going to be able to do that at the 50-year mark currently? And Brad says Jay-Z and Bay, which I strongly assume is the auntie will still be selling out arenas forever. Yeah, but, you know, go look at some of Jay-Z's lyrics. You're going to take your kids? Because there was a lot of people. Like, the guy next to me was next to his parents. you going to take your kids to that? Buck, you going to take your kids to that? All those dirty words?
0: Now Buck suddenly has to talk to Adrian.
1: No, 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 no. Today you I don't you don't have any kids yet, right? So in 50 years you will. Will you be taking them to a Jay Z concert the way parents were taking their kids to an Elton John concert, and where the crowd at the end is singing la la la, la la
0: la 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 That's not
1: very offensive when the lyrics when we're all singing la 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 la. I was hopping as they were singing la 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 la.
0: How uh, will they pick and choose? What fifty years ago where people say, "Are you going to be there singing sympathy for the devil with your kid?" yeah <laughs>
1: as it turns out, maybe maybe I will yeah I was there. I didn't have my kid. I had my bleep with me she was next to me whoa. <laughs>
0: Watch yourself. <laughs> Seems like a good time to end the show, Yock. What do you think? Yeah, let's go. Tony and Austin coming only up next. only know what
1: I read in lyrics.
0: DJ and PK. We'll see you tomorrow.